welcome to another episode of The Riff. Uh, my name's Cameron. And my name's Dan. And we are here today to talk to you about another topical legal issue. Okay, so Dan, my friend, uh, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about blended families, but in particular, blended families and estate planning. Ooh, very interesting, Dan. Mm. I like it. Okay, mm. okay. So why don't you start off with telling everyone what is a blended family? Well, to understand a blended family, Dan, first we've got to speak about what a traditional family is. Okay. Uh, so a traditional family essentially is a family whereby there is a husband and a wife, or a husband and a husband, and a wife and a wife, uh, and they have children in that relationship mm -hmm. together. Now, a blended family is a bit different. Uh, it's whereby the two people that come into that relationship, mm -hmm. uh, either one of them or both of them bring children from previous relationships into that one relationship. Right. Okay. So, it's a bit different to the traditional mm. family model as we know it, um, but it can make estate planning issues very tricky. Yeah. So, you would you'd be drafting a, a will differently for the traditional family or the traditional husband and wife or partners uh, compared to the, the blended family, husband and wife or partners. Yeah, that's right, Dan. Right. So, essentially what would happen with a husband and a wife um, in a traditional sense mm -hmm. would be that... Uh, if we were drafting them a will, everything they own would pass to the other upon their death. Mm -hmm. And then if that other spouse was not around because they had previously predeceased them, uh, everything would then be passed to their children. Or, or say the, the husband and wife or the, the partners, they... Or that they died at the same time or something. Yeah, that's right. It'll, go, yeah. it'll just go to their just kids. goes down to yeah. the kids. And okay. so then, what's the what's the issue then with the with the blended families? Well, the issue yeah. with the blended family is that once a person passes away, sometimes they want their spouse that they currently have to mm -hmm. receive a gift out of the estate, but they would also like to leave something to their child, their, their own previous child. Rela yeah. relationship, mm. because there's no guarantee that the mm. the spouse who's is not the parent of that child yep. would leave something yep. to that child yep. when they pass away. Okay. So I think the easiest way to understand this uh, would be to use an example, don't you reckon? Yes. Okay, so here's an example. Kanye West is married to Taylor Swift. Oh, very controversial. Very controversial. I like it. Okay. okay. Yep. Kanye and Taylor have a son. Okay, what's their son's name? Morgan Freeman. Of course it is. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Kanye and Taylor have wills. Yep. Their wills provide that if one of them dies, everything goes to the other. Yep. And if both of them should die, everything goes to Morgan Freeman. Yep. So that's the, the traditional, traditional you know, scenario we're talking about. Yep, that makes sense. Okay, so let's get a bit more complicated. Yep. Kanye and Taylor... Get divorced due to a clash of egos. That doesn't surprise me, Dan. Mm. Morgan Freeman at the time is six years old. Yep. And would you say that Taylor and Kanye are never, ever, ever getting back together? Never, ever, ever. Okay. It's not happening. Good, good. <laughs> Five years later, Taylor Swift marries The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. Now, The Rock already has a kid. Yes. Scott Morrison. Okay, so we've got here Taylor Swift has mm. a child who mm. is Morgan Freeman. Yep. And she marries The Rock, mm -hmm. who has a child called Scott Morrison. That's it. Okay, exactly. yep. So, Morgan Freeman lives with Taylor and The Rock. 
and Scott Morrison. They all live together at uh, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Okay, that's a very famous address. Yes. It is, apparently, yes. Yes. Uh, Taylor and The Rock, th- they visit a law firm to, mm-hmm. to draft some wills. Yeah, well, that's pretty standard. Yeah. Taylor and The Rock wish to give everything they own to each other. Yep. Should one of them die. Yep. Taylor and The Rock, they, they love each other. They mm-hmm. trust each other. And Taylor says to The Rock, I'm happy to leave everything to you if I die, as long as you leave Morgan Freeman something when mm. you die. Okay, warning, warning mm. signals are going off now. Mm. A few weeks later, Taylor tragically dies. Aww. Morgan Freeman is now 11 years old. Yep. And as per their wills, The Rock inherits everything, all of Taylor's assets. Yep. So, in this example... Taylor has put Morgan Freeman at risk by not leaving him something when she died. Taylor instead trusted The Rock to do the right thing and leave Morgan Freeman something okay. when because he dies. There's, there's no guarantee now that The Rock no. will give something to Morgan Freeman. That's right. Because so The Rock could live forever, potentially. He, he probably will. He, he's, I think he is invincible. So Morgan Freeman may never get anything. That's right. Or The Rock could spend it. Spend it all. Yep. He could spend it all. Uh, or he, I don't think he'd do this, but he may not, he may just leave everything to his son, Scott Morrison. Oh, wow. And so Morgan, Morgan could be yep. completely left out. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, at, at the time that Taylor Swift died, Morgan Freeman was only 11. And, you know, so there's, there's probably no one who could sort of step up and, uh, you know, act on Morgan Freeman's behalf and 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 try and um try and protect his his rights. Yep. Okay. So I guess we've got to try and figure out here what we could do to mm. protect Taylor's wish of yes. making sure that Morgan Freeman got something upon her passing. Yeah. So I I think what we do is we look at a couple of different ways Taylor could have avoided this problem and made sure that her son Morgan Freeman was guaranteed to be left with something. Well, the first example that I've heard of mm. that may apply in this case is what we would call a mutual will. Yeah, mutual wills. Okay, so why don't you um, why don't you explain what a mutual will is? So a mutual will, Dan, is whereby in this situation, Taylor Swift and The Rock would each draft the will mm-hmm. and then there would be a separate agreement uh, to these wills that they would both sign which would say... Uh, that they would not change their wills right again. and so what's what why would why would the rock and Taylor Swift want to do this what's the advantage the advantages of this Dan is that Taylor Swift uh, has a bit of security about Morgan mm. Freeman's future now so at, at, at the time yeah from her perspective there's some there's some certainty but what um, what are the cons well the, the cons will? are that these type of agreements, if they do go to court, it's very hard to establish that they are binding. Mm-hmm. So in this event, Taylor Swift could pass away mm-hmm. and The Rock could go change his will. Yeah, now, right. the p- person that's going to take an action in this matter would be Taylor Swift for the breach of contract, mm. but mm. unfortunately she's passed away. So mm. it's very hard for somebody who is not privy to this agreement yeah. to be able to you know, take action against The Rock here. So... It's a bit of a false hope, I think, in this situation, don't you reckon? Yeah, and then is it true to say that with the mutual will, The Rock still takes 
in, in, in the scenario that we've just spelled out, because Taylor Swift has died, The Rock still takes the estate. Yes, And that's he could right. still do whatever he wants with it. Yeah, that's right. So the estate could still be diminished by the time The Rock passes. Yeah, that's right. Even if he doesn't breach the agreement, mm. he could still spend the estate, and then when it comes time that he dies, mm. Mm. Um, there might not be left anything to, to mm. give poor old Morgan Freeman. Okay, so... I don't. It doesn't sound like no. the mutual wheel is probably the best option. Not for, a fan, Dan. Not a fan in this situation. Okay. Um, what's the next option? Mm, I think the next option that we should probably talk about here would be perhaps a life estate. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so, so life estate. Do yeah. you know what a life estate is? Yeah, so Taylor Swift, um, so she could have created a life estate in her will. So a life estate is the process of creating a life interest in a property for a spouse or a partner for the rest of their lives. So that, that would allow the rock to live in the property. So in this situation, Taylor Swift owns 42 Wallaby That's Way. That's right. That's right. And she yep. gives the rock the ability to live in 42 yes. Wallaby Way for the rest yeah. of his life. Yeah. So... Nothing really changes when Taylor Swift died. Well, that's right. That's a pretty big pro. Yeah, I imagine. I, yeah, yeah. Um, so Taylor Swift ensures that the the Rock and Morgan Freeman are both provided for when she dies. Mm-hmm. The life estate would ensure that the Rock would be basically kicked out of the property in the event that he remarries. Okay, so if he remarried in this situation or he passed away, mm. the executor of the estate would be able to kick the rock out yeah. of the property yep. and then that house would be given to Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So really it does benefit the rock and Morgan Freeman in this example. Yeah, but there's a downside. Of course there is. Mm. So the rock obviously has a big financial responsibility to maintain 42 Wallaby Way because he's maintaining it for Morgan Freeman's benefit in the future. And really, even though there is an obligation on him to mm. maintain it, he possibly no, he doesn't have won't. to, and he he might not. He's a good guy. I think he will. I, um, I believe you. Yep. And the Rock does not have the ability to move properties in the future if he doesn't have the funds to purchase a property. So I guess what you mean in that situation is that the Rock is really bound to stay in that property because he's not re- receiving a gift from the estate. There's no monetary funds. Yes. So that's right. He couldn't yeah. sell Forty Two Wallaby Way and move no. to. No. Down the street, for no. instance, he's he's stuck in Forty Two Wallaby Way for mm. the rest of his life unless he personally wants to purchase. A property. That's right. And oh, then uh, Taylor Swift can only do a life estate if she actually owns Forty Two Wallaby Way. All oh, right. So in this situation where Taylor Swift and The Rock both own Forty Two Wallaby Way, she oh, can't. She that's can't, a problem. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's yeah. a big problem. So I I don't think a life estate is the right way to go for Taylor Swift. Yep. There is something called family testamentary trust and also wow. something called an inter vivos trust. But let's not, let's not use those I'm already terms. bored hearing yes, those words, yeah. Dan. So why don't you try and explain it in a way that we can all understand? I think the easiest way to explain a trust, Dan, is to compare it to a piggy bank. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Okay, okay. so yeah. if we think about it in this case and the trust is the piggy bank, Mm -hmm. someone is always putting money into the piggy bank, and then somebody else is taking money out of the piggy bank. Okay, right. So to ensure that this piggy bank is protected, um, somebody needs to, you know, stand there, manage it, protect it, and make sure nobody that isn't supposed to be putting their hands into it is. 
And that person usually is called the trustee. They're the trustee. Okay. So they're the protector of the piggy bank. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the person who would receive the money from the piggy bank Mm -hmm. is called a beneficiary. Okay. I've I've heard of these terms. We've got the piggy bank, Mm -hmm. which is the trust. Yep. We've got the protector of the piggy bank who is the trustee. Right, And we've got the person who is going to receive the gift from the piggy bank or Mm -hmm. the money from the piggy bank, Mm -hmm. and they are what we call the beneficiary. Okay. So the two piggy banks that we're going to talk about today is the afterlife piggy bank and the living piggy bank. Okay, right. So we'll start with the living piggy bank. So the living piggy bank is a piggy bank whereby Taylor Swift would go down the street Mm-hmm. and purchase this piggy bank. Mm-hmm. And she has the ability to start putting coins into it as soon as she buys it. Okay. So right. these coins would be put in for the benefit of The Rock, uh, Scott Morrison, and Morgan Freeman. Now, as soon as Taylor Swift puts these coins into the piggy bank, The Rock, Taylor Swift, and Scott Morrison can start taking them out if they wish. Right. So that's why we're calling it a living piggy bank, because... Whilst Taylor Swift is alive, the beneficiaries are able to receive their gift, but also upon her death. Okay. But they, they, I mean, if they're taking out the coins while Taylor Swift is alive, mm-hmm. they'd have to go through the trustee. Yeah, that's right. So and the, who, trust, the, the protector of the piggy bank would yeah. be a different person in this situation. It shouldn't be the rock, should no, it? No, it shouldn't be the rock. No, okay. It should be a different person. So that's the living piggy bank. That's the living piggy bank. Now, uh-huh. the afterlife piggy bank is almost the exact same concept, except when Taylor Swift goes and buys that piggy bank, Mm -hmm. she can't put any funds into it. No coins can go through the top of that piggy bank. So it just stays empty. It just stays empty. And then when Taylor Swift passes away, Mm -hmm. all of the coins that she owns Mm -hmm. go into that piggy bank, Mm -hmm. and they are held in that piggy bank for the benefit of The Rock, Morgan Freeman, and Scott Morrison. Now, when... Morgan Freeman and Scott Morrison turn 18. Yeah. They will receive their share out of of the coins out Mm -hmm. of that piggy bank. Yeah. And that piggy bank will be smashed. Right. There'll be no more piggy bank. Okay. And what this guarantees is that The Rock, Scott Morrison, and uh, Morgan Freeman would all receive an equal share upon reaching a certain age. Right. So what are some other pros with with this piggy bank idea? Well... The pros of a piggy bank idea is if there is a large estate, it can be very easy to manage tax. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I can't give financial advice here, but managing tax is a very important issue when it comes to large Large estates. Yeah. And it also means that in this situation, by putting it into the piggy bank with someone that's protecting it who isn't the rock, Mm. it would be protected. Which yeah. means yeah. that The Rock would only receive his share mm-hmm. and Morgan Freeman is guaranteed to receive his share from the piggy bank when he turns of age. Because The Rock can't use Morgan Freeman's share or into the piggy diminish bank. Morgan no. Freeman's share. No. Or, okay. No. So, okay, so that's a, that sounds a bit better than some of the other examples that, that, we've, that we've come that's up with. That's right. Now, look, with, as with all the examples, mm. there is cons. Yeah. And the con with this is that creating piggy banks in this situation can be very expensive. Mm-hmm. So what we usually recommend is that you have a large estate. It, it's better to go down the track of creating a piggy bank. Yeah. So in this example, 
we're going to assume that Taylor Swift has made a lot of money mm. from pr- producing many records. Mm. So it may be very worthwhile that Taylor Swift thinks about creating a uh, living piggy bank or an afterlife piggy bank. Yeah, yeah. But what if it's a, it's if it's a situation where we're just talking about her only asset is forty two Wallaby Way, Sydney, and that's that's not worth very much. No, well, it probably isn't mm. worth going down this path. Right. It might be worth, you know, thinking of one of the other options we've already spoke about. Mm, okay. So I think Dan, from going through this example with you, the best option to be able to make sure that Taylor Swift protects her in- interests mm. is to use one of these afterlife piggy banks. Yeah, okay. So she would um upon her death, yep, her assets or her her asset 42 Wallaby Way Sydney. Uh it, it it's going to be split, is it, between The Rock and Morgan Freeman because let's let's not forget here. The whole point of this is so Taylor Swift can ensure that her son, Morgan Freeman, is guaranteed something. That's right. So, Taylor Swift, upon her death, 50% of her estate goes mm-hmm. to The Rock. Outright. Okay. Outright to The Rock straight away. Yep, now that, that seems that's, fair. That's not in a testamentary trust, no, is no, it? That just the goes Rock's to of age. So yeah, of course. He's of age. Rock. And then okay. the remaining 50% share mm. could be held on trust for Morgan Freeman and Scott Morrison in that piggy yep. bank, the afterlife yep. piggy bank. Or, or, or just, just Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, just... Okay. Depends on what, what she wants. And it depends on the assets. Like we said, yeah. if it's just 42 Wallaby Way, it might not be worth it, but we're yeah. assuming here yeah. that Taylor Swift has a lot more money in the bank. Yes, okay. All right, this sounds like the, the preferred approach. Yeah. What do you, what do you yeah. think? And our general advice is that these piggy banks can protect people. It's mm. asset protection at mm. its finest mm. here. Okay. Um, what about what about super? Superannuation. <laughs> mm. And and things like uh, death insurance. I've I've heard of something called a nominated beneficiary. What is what is that? So Dan, I wish I could tell you that super would be included in your estate, but unfortunately, it is not. It's not included. No, no, no. It's right. not. So the super company can make a determination mm. as to where to transfer your super as an asset. So and if this in this situation, if Taylor Swift had uh, super. She would need to fill out a form that's called a binding nomination form, which would bind the super company to transfer mm. the super as to where she would like it to go. And and she could she could make that form reflect her, her will. So she could have fifty percent of her, her super and her death insurance say go to the rock. Yep. And then fifty percent go into a living Piggy bank. Into, a, into an afterlife, afterlife piggy, piggy bank, bank that's right. to Morgan Freeman. That's right. That's okay. right. So and the rock would get that gift yeah. and then it would be held in the piggy bank until Morgan Freeman reaches of age. And where do you get these forms from? So it depends on your super company. Yeah. Um, but if you're with one of the major super companies, you usually just have to Google binding nomination form mm. and you'll be able to find it. The caveat is that you usually have to fill out these forms every three years. Oh, they lapse, do they? They do lapse. Okay. So if you can do a non-lapsing binding nomination, that's that's the best way to go, and that's what we would advise Taylor mm. Swift here. Okay. Now, I just want to bring up one last thing, Cameron. Okay, Dan. Before, yep. we, uh, before we close this up. Yep. What would happen in this scenario mm-hmm. if Taylor Swift died without a will? So no will at all. <laughs> 
I can tell you, Dan, that this would make this matter very, very messy. What's what's it called when you die without so a will? So when you die without a will, it's called being intestate. Intestate, okay. Now, if you uh, die without a will and you are deemed intestate, mm-hmm. there is specific provisions of what we call the Succession Act in New right. South Wales, which apply. And depending on your situation, it, it really depends what section would apply. So... In this situation where The Rock is married to Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. The Rock would receive everything in the house. So if he's not on title for the house, he doesn't own the house, everything would go to The Rock that's in the house, all the possessions in the house. And then The Rock would also receive what we call a statutory legacy. Right. Now, the statutory legacy is essentially a sum of money. Okay. okay. And generally in New South Wales at this stage, it's $350,000. Mm-hmm. Then he would also receive a 50% share of the remainder of the estate. It sounds like <coughs> if, if that were to happen and 42 Wallaby Way was the only asset, Morgan Freeman's in a bit of trouble here. Well, that's right. Let's just use numbers here. It makes it easier for everyone. So if 42 Wallaby Way was worth $500,000... Mm. The Rock would receive everything that's in that house mm-hmm. at 42 Wallaby Way. Yep. Then The Rock would receive the gift of 350000 mm-hmm. which leaves 150000 mm-hmm. left in the estate. Mm. And then he is entitled to another 50% share of that wow. remaining amount. So Not much left. Morgan Freeman really is left with $75,000, which mm. may not be what Taylor Swift no, wanted no, at no. all. Mm. So it's something that you should strongly consider because if you do pass away without a will... You don't want to rely on those laws. No, no, so that's right. Just draft the will and just protect yourself. Get that's your right. will drafted. And that's what we would advise Taylor yeah. Swift in this yep. this uh, circumstance here. Uh, there's one other thing to bring up though, Dan, and that is that if Taylor Swift and The Rock both own 42 Wallaby Way... Oh, yeah, yeah. And they own it as what we call joint tenants mm. so do you know what joint tenants are so uh, if, if they both own the property as joint tenants then they're they're simply both on the title okay so they're both on the title so they don't own a percentage a percentage yeah they just both yeah. own the property yeah so taylor swift would need to would need to change that dynamic so that she owns a portion of the property okay because if she owned it as a joint tenant mm. if she dies everything the yeah. whole property just automatically transfers yeah. to the rock. That's and let's, right. let's not forget where the whole point of this is we're trying to protect Morgan Freeman here. Yep. Or, or she's trying to protect Morgan Freeman's interests or so future. So enable to bec- uh, for Taylor to receive a 50% share in the property, mm. she can do what we call sever the joint tenancy. That's okay. right. And yep. she becomes a tenant in common with yes. the rock. Yes, tenant in common. Yep. And she owns a 50% share and the rock would own a... And then she can do what she wants with her share. That's right. And then she could then, you know, create one of these afterlife piggy banks Mm. that we've been talking Mm. about or something like that. And then her share would would go into the afterlife piggy bank. Yep. Okay. Okay, that's that's pretty important. All right. So I think the the take-home message here is um, if if you don't – if you're in a blended family – um, get a will. Get a will, get a will It's but, as simple as that. But not, you know, not just any will. Uh, you need to get proper advice That's right. about how to draft it because they are quite complicated. Um, it, it's, it's worth um, spending the, the, the time 
and the effort to get your will drafted properly if you're part of a blended family in order to protect your your children's yeah. future. There is no one-size-fits-all here either, Dan. Yeah, so that's, that's a good point. So this afterlife piggy bank may work for Taylor Swift yeah, here, yeah. but in somebody else's situation, a life estate yeah. might be yeah. the better option. So okay. It really it, it comes down to the personal situations of the person who's drafting yeah. the will. Yeah. Um, but the easiest way to deal with it is just to come have a chat. Yeah, c- come and have a chat, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think um, I think that probably just about does it, Cameron. Do you want to do you want to add anything else? No, no. I th- I think that's it. Just if uh, anybody has any questions out there, um, you can contact us at info at adamslawyers.com.au or leave us uh, a comment on where you're listening to this podcast. And uh, we'd very much appreciate it if you if you like what you're hearing. If you mm. could leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify and um, we can start producing more and more content for you guys. Yeah, so we uh, we look forward to uh, to bringing you next week's topic. So stay tuned. Yep, stay tuned. See you later, guys. Take okay. it easy. See you all. Bye. Bye.